Today on episode number 39 of Life After Sight Loss Radio, we're talking about how your routines can change after losing your sight. Everyone and welcome to Life After Sight Loss Radio, the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. Hey, if you're new to the program, welcome aboard. This is the place where we do product reviews, life advice, encouragement, how-tos, and so much more, all with the express purpose of helping individuals and families who are going through or facing physical sight loss. Hey there, guys. Thank you so much for joining me this week for the podcast, episode number 39, rounding the bend almost to 40. So we're on our way to that. And I'm excited for today's episode because at the top of the show, I mentioned we're talking about how your routines can change. And, uh, you know, when we have habits and routines in life, sometimes they change, especially after losing your sight. So we're going to talk about that as well as a great question of the week about uh, headaches and how to deal with those, especially when you have low vision. And I've got a little review slash comment about the new iPhone 8 Plus. So you got to stick around for all that great information. I'm excited about today's episode. But before we jump into all the good stuff, just a reminder that you can find today's show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 039. That'll give you information, conversation, links, all the stuff you need from today's episode. Just go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash 039. So our question of the week this week comes to us and it's about headaches. Because when you have low vision, when you lose your sight, a lot of times your eyes are having trouble adjusting and they're working on it, but they just can't do it. And so you get eye strain. And a few, maybe, I don't know, a couple of months back, I wrote a blog post about this very topic, which I will put a link to in the show notes today. But I thought I'd give you some of those things here today. And so I'm just going to go through these real briefly. You can check out the full post, like I said, link in the show notes. But here's just a few different things that you can do when dealing with headaches especially when you have low vision. Now, a little disclaimer, I'm not a doctor or a medical professional, so please, if you do any of these, check with your doctor, your medical professional, the guy that you know, the gal that you know, whomever it is in your life, and make sure that all these are okay for you because you probably got some other stuff going on that I don't, and so it'd be important to do that. Check with your professional, your medical, the person in your life. Check with them, that way you can be sure. But first, obviously, you can do medication. I'm not talking about real hard drugs. Obviously, there's you know Tylenol, ibuprofen, things like that, uh, pain medication that you can use. And I would say use that sparingly. Don't try to get, you know, oh, I'm going to have a headache. I'm going to take them every two hours. Use that when you need to, but not all of the time. Next, you want to make sure you're getting lots of rest. Take some naps during the day if you have to. Obviously, you're, you're like, well, I got to work. I don't can't take a nap. Well, if you can't take a nap during the day, make sure you're getting plenty of rest because when your body's tired, your eyes are tired. And when your eyes are tired, then you naturally are going to get headaches. So make sure you're getting plenty of rest. Next up, if you can, use a screen reader over a magnifier if you've got low vision. It'll save your eyes a little bit from having getting up to, close to the screen, and that way, you know, you're saving that eye strain from staring at the screen all day. So screen readers over magnifiers when you can. And finally, this little tip, 
close your eyes when you get the chance. I know this sounds stupid, but when you're sitting on the couch watching TV with your family, close your eyes. You don't have to see the TV. In fact, you probably can't see the TV that far away. So what does it matter? I know for me, sometimes it's like I don't like my eyes closed because it feels like I'm not connecting with the TV or maybe I'll fall asleep. But if you do fall asleep, maybe you needed to. So anyway, close your eyes when you get the chance. Give your eyes a rest. Uh, Let them be like, oh, okay, we don't have to do anything right now. So give your eyes a rest and close your eyes. So I hope that was helpful. And if you guys have a question you want to ask and you want me to answer here on the podcast, send it over my way. You can send me an email, Derek, D-E-R-E-K at lifeaftersightloss.com, or you can tweet me at the Derek Daniel. We as humans are sure creatures of habit. We develop routines and habits and things that we do uh, on a very regular basis. Not only things that we do, but how we do those things. And that's really, you know, what drives us because we have, okay, I'm going to get up, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to how them do this. And it just gives us a routine. But when something affects our life, physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever, our routines can be challenged and then we have to figure out other things. Sight loss is definitely one of those things that can affect our routines, not only what we do, but how we do things. And so today I wanted to give you just some examples of routines and how they can change and then maybe how to compensate a little bit for that. Now, obviously, everybody's got something different. Everybody needs to approach things differently. These are just some basic things some basic guidelines. And so you take these and do with them what you want. But let's go over just a few routines that may change after losing your sight. The first one is your sleeping patterns. Now, at first, it's probably going to be difficult. I remember when I first lost my sight, uh, I had this big spot in the middle of my eye. And even when I close my eyes, you know, if I close my eyes right now, I can still see that spot. And so when I closed my eyes to go to sleep at first, it was very challenging because it was almost like I was staring at the spot. I had to trick my brain into realizing I wasn't actually looking at anything. So it was very challenging. So my sleeping patterns were all off for a little while while. Now, the good news is, I think, at least for me, I can say, maybe not for everybody, but for me, I did adjust to it. It took a little while, took a little, you know, sleeping during the day and things like that, but I did adjust to it. And now, you know, it's not that big a deal, but your routine sleeping patterns may be off for a while and you just need to be prepared for that. You might be tired or a little bit groggy. Uh, You know, you're not going to get all the sleep you normally get, something like that. I'm not going to say exactly how it's going to go, but just be prepared that your sleeping patterns may be off. So, Find ways to offset that if you can take rest during the day, if you can go to bed a little earlier, whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, just be prepared that sleeping patterns can be affected when you lose your sight. And that's definitely a routine that can be challenged. Next up is our hygiene habits. Now, this isn't to say that sight loss means we can't be clean. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. What I'm suggesting is you might have to do things a little differently. For example, I've talked about it on the podcast before, but putting toothpaste on a toothbrush can be a little challenging. So you have to figure out how to do that differently. Uh, Making sure that your face is shaved or your legs are shaved or wherever it is that you shave, (laughs) depending on what you do, you know, that might be a 
little more difficult depending on your situation, how much sight you have left and so forth. And so just different hygiene habits, and we're not going to get into all the hygiene habits. You can obviously guess what all of them would entail, but different hygiene habits might be affected. Again, I'm not suggesting you won't be clean. I'm suggesting it's how we do the things, right? We get into such a routine. I bet if you get in the shower, you have a routine. You know, you wash your hair, you wash your body, you, you do whatever you do in the shower. You probably just have a routine that you don't even think about. But when you lose your sight, you have to actually start thinking about it. Okay, how am I going to do this now? Is this going to be affected? Maybe, maybe not, whatever it might be. But fixing my hair might be different. Uh, brushing my teeth might be different. You know, just the simple hygiene habits might be affected and your routine can get thrown off. Now, the good news is you can probably set up a new routine when it comes to hygiene habits, but it's little things to think about. So secondly, your hygiene routine can definitely be affected after sight loss. Next up, we've got our recreational activities. Now, this could be hobbies you have, reading a book, watching television, playing games, sports, all kinds of different stuff fall under recreation. You know, maybe uh, you get up every morning and you read a good book. Or maybe if you have, uh, you're a person of faith, maybe you read scripture, something like that. You pray. Uh, maybe you have a hobby that you do on the weekends. Maybe you like to watch TV at night to unwind. Whatever it is, your recreation can be affected. Again, doesn't mean you can't do it anymore. It's just how you are going to do it. So let's say you read a good book every morning. Well, you've got that book you're halfway through and you can't see the pages, the text on the page any longer. So now you got to do something different. Well, there's obviously audio books. There's uh, e-readers, you know, Kindle books and things like that. Definitely still able to do it, but it's going to be different. So your routine's going to be a little out of whack, at least for a while, because getting used to an audio book or an e-reader can take a little bit of time. If you watch TV every night, you know, finding things that have audio description or getting used to not having it can be a a bit challenging. You know, figuring out different sports and games that are accessible. You see, your your routine gets a little thrown off and you have to take time instead of just doing the activity. You have to take time to figure out how to do it. We've talked about that in another podcast as well, but your routine and your recreation is something that we don't think about a lot. But, you know, if you get up every morning and you read or you read every night or you play something on the weekend, your routine can definitely get thrown off when it comes to recreation. So the next thing on our list, of course, recreation can be affected after losing your sight. Next up on the list is doing your job. Now, we've talked about jobs before. I'm sure we'll talk about it again in the future, but jobs can be something that, you know, give us a lot of pride. We're very proud of what we do, and we might have a great routine at our job. You know, we go to work, we come in, we sit down, or we stand up, whatever we do. You know, you do the things at your work, and when you have sight loss, your job has to be adapted to it. That, If that's the case, then there are definitely ways to do that, but your job has to be adapted, and your routine is definitely definitely going to get all thrown off. You may not ever go back to the same routine. You may have to do things a lot differently and you may have to think about it a lot more. Maybe eventually you won't have to think about it as much, but especially at first for a while, the routine you always had isn't going to be the routine you have now. So being prepared for that can help you go, okay, look, this is difficult. This is challenging, but I've just got to figure out a new way to do it and a new routine to get into, to fall into. Because what sight loss does, it kind of kicks you out of the routine and you've got to find a new one to fall back into. So that can really be prevalent in your job, especially when you've got deadlines, people counting on you, stuff like that. It's important to be prepared for that. Uh, So remember that your job, the routine that you have at your job can be affected by sight loss. It's going to be okay. It's just good to prepare and give yourself some time and grace when you're going through that routine shift. 
And finally on the list is your relational interactions. Now, I know this might sound a little weird, like, you know, okay, sleeping and doing your job. That, that's it, routines. That makes sense. But I don't have a routine with my relationships. Well, you probably do and don't even realize it. You know, you probably have a routine with the way you connect with your spouse or your kids or your friends or something like that. You know, maybe you've been a person who's very physical. Maybe you're not very physical. Um, I'm not suggesting you're going to magically change the way you show affection, but if you're having trouble connecting with somebody because you feel separated from them, it may be because your sight loss has created distance that you didn't realize, and the routine of how you connected has gotten thrown off. Say, for example, you come home from work, and you you know you give your spouse a kiss, and you, know, you, you play with the kids, or whatever. You sit down for conversation at night, or maybe your spouse is used to you commenting on something that you know they had on, or their, uh, the way they changed something in the house, you know, whatever, something site-related, and you don't do that anymore, all of a sudden, it becomes a little bit distant. And it's nobody's fault. It's just the way it is. And so the routine of how it always has gone with your relationships gets all out of whack. And again, just like your job, just like your sleeping patterns, you've got to take time to adjust. It does take time. It's okay. It just takes time. So you have to kind of relearn one another and relearn the relationships. And actually, that can be a really cool thing because as I've said before on the show, that can be a real positive because you can grow deeper in relationship with people when you sort of break out of the routine. So remember that your relational interactions, the routine that you've set up, even if you don't realize it, that can be very challenged after sight loss. So there you go, my friends, five routines that can be challenged, that can be affected, that can be shoved aside after going through sight loss. Now, remember, as I said, through all of these, it takes some time. It doesn't mean you're not going to have routines again. Maybe they'll be the same. Maybe they'll be different. But you're always going to have something be challenged when you lose your sight. And it just takes some time to get back into something that's a little bit different. But at the end of the day, remember that you'll find new ways to do things, even if it's different than your old ways. So routines are a good thing, but when they're challenged, they can be difficult and and it can be hard, but can actually present a very positive thing because it can break you out of a cycle or a rut you've been in and show you something brand new in your life. So when those routine challenges come up, make sure that you're preparing yourself for how it's going to change and the time it's going to take to adjust. Because trust me, when sight loss comes into your life, your routines tend to go out the back door. So I've got a little tech tip for you guys today. Recently, I picked up a brand new iPhone 8 Plus. Now, I wasn't planning on updating, but because of some situations in my family, I ended up getting a new phone. And I picked up the iPhone 8 Plus. And here's a quick overview of the phone. It's really good. I really like it. I think it's a good phone. I think that it does a great job. It's faster, better camera, wireless charging, blah, 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 blah. Here's what I did. I made a whole video about the iPhone 8 Plus. Plus, and I have put that on my YouTube channel. And good news for you, I've put that video right into the show notes. So you can check out the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash 039. You can see that video. And if you're interested in the iPhone 8, 8 Plus, iPhone 10, I'm going to let you know why I picked up the 8 Plus and not the 10. So you'll definitely want to check that video out for that answer. And if you're interested in iPhones or whatever else, you'll definitely want to check out that video. So again, link in the show notes. It's embedded right there. You can watch 
watch at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 039. And if you have any questions about the phone, you can leave comments on that video. You can send me emails, tweets, whatever you want to do, and I'd be happy to answer your questions. But I'm really, really pleased with the phone so far, having used it for about a week. It's a great phone, and I'd highly recommend it if you are looking to upgrade. So check it out, that video. Hopefully you'll enjoy it and you'll learn lots about the iPhone 8 Plus. And as always, I like to wrap things up with our word of the week. And of course, the word of the week is just one word to help facilitate some discussion, some conversation, some thoughts in your brain, you know, to help you keep things going after the podcast ends. So our word of the week this week is retain, R-E-T-A-I-N, retain. Now, I like to give the meaning uh, of each word. And of course, the meaning for this word is, quote, Keep something in place. Hold fixed. Let me give it to you again. Keep something in place. Hold fixed. Now, we've talked about our routines during this episode, and, you know, we've, I've even talked about, you know, upgrading my phone. I've talked about how headaches can come on. And look, a lot of those things are, we're talking about change and, and how things change whenever sight loss comes on. And what happens so many times, especially if you've lost your sight, uh, you know, quickly or when you're younger, is you want to hold fast to the normal that you've always experienced. You want to hold on to whatever it is was your, quote, normal. You know, the old life, the way it was. We want to retain as much as possible because there's so many things changing. We think if I can just hold on to what's normal, what's the same, then it's good. And we don't want to let go of the routines we've always had. We don't want to let go of the things we've always done and how we've always done those things. But I want to encourage you in this, that sometimes it's we need to be like El Elsa from Frozen, if you forgive the Disney reference. I have an eight-year-old daughter. Uh, We need to be like Elsa from Frozen and just let it go. Now, I know that's easier said than done, but we need to release our death grip on the way things were, on retaining what everything, you know, hold fixed and keeping things in place, because the reality is... They're not going to remain in place, and we need to just let them be released and be prepared because things will change. I want to encourage you today to think about that word retain. Are you working on retaining things as much as possible, or are you doing your best to continue moving forward? It's a process. It's hard. It's difficult. I understand, but it's a process we're all going through. So let's work on not so much retaining everything, but continuing to move forward. All right, my friends. Well, as we come towards the end of the show, just a couple of housekeeping items for you. Again, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, what are you doing? You got to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. You can do that. Just go to the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash 039. And there's buttons there for Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, if you're on an Android phone, whatever you want to do, you can catch it in your favorite podcast catcher. I like to use Overcast, but you can do it anywhere. Subscribe and you won't miss a single episode. And if you'd be so inclined, if you want to leave a rating and review in iTunes, that would be so nice. But you can also share the show on Facebook, on Twitter, on social media. Tell your friends about it. Pull it up on their phone. Whatever you got to do, share it with somebody and let this podcast get out so the message of discovering life after sight loss can get to a whole lot more people. 
And as always, guys, I love hearing from each and every one of you, whether you have a question, a comment, you want to just say hi, you can do that. Just go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash contact, and it's all the ways you can get in touch with me, Facebook, Twitter, email, all that stuff. I love hearing from each and every one of you. So take time out of your day right now. Pull up your phone, your computer, whatever you're doing. Send me a message. Let me know what you think. If you have any questions or comments, I so look forward forward. Hmm. No edits. I so look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. And that about wraps it up today. Hey, listen, I want to say a special thank you to all of you listening. We're almost at 40 episodes, and it's such an honor for you to listen each and every week. Hey, don't forget that all the information provided in this episode is intended for informational and educational purposes only. If you're in need of medical, professional, or legal advice, please seek out a specialist in your area. And if you can tell by the music behind me, it is a special time of year. I wanted to take just a second to wish you guys a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, whatever holiday you're celebrating. I want to say I hope you have a safe and happy time with your family. Look, sight loss can be a bit depressing, a bit sad, and we talked about holidays last week, but it can be a very joyous and exciting time. So I hope that all of you experience an awesome time during this holiday season. Hey, don't forget that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name is Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com and I'll see you guys in the next one.